I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational, but that just wouldn't be our style. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. SportstownChicago.com. Lombard. Part of the P on Air Network and available on the TuneIn app. Hell yeah. Broadcast, Broadcast home for your Windy City Bulls and the Chicago Dogs. We're in a league of our own. Now, here's your SportstownChicago.com scoreboard update. I'm Brandon with your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes says he has cleared concussion protocol. His Chiefs host the Bills Sunday at 540 with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line. In the NFC, it's Bucks-Packers at 205. Bucks wide receiver Antonio Brown will not play due to a knee injury. Elsewhere, Steelers signed former Washington quarterback Dwayne Haskins to a one-year deal. Eagles hire former Colts offensive coordinator Nick Sirianni as new head coach. Washington hired former 49ers VP of player personnel Martin Mayhew as GM. And they are promoting intern Jennifer King to full-time offensive assistant, making her the first African-American woman to be a full-time NFL coach. NBA Bulls play in Charlotte tonight at 6, and Cleveland is trading Kevin Porter Jr. to Houston for a protected future second-round pick. In hockey, Blackhawks Red Wings tonight at 7 for the Hawks' home opener. Baseball Cubs sign veteran catcher Austin Romine to a one-year deal. And college basketball, Indiana upset number 4 Iowa last night, 81-69. Eastern Illinois fell to Belmont 79-66. Tonight, Western Illinois hosts South Dakota at 7. And some sad news, Baseball Hall of Famer and one-time home run king, Hank Aaron, died this morning at the age of 86. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. That is right. We are Blow the Whistle. I have me, Tyler Buterbaugh, alongside with... Brandon Janeska. David Dykstra. And do we have a show for you guys today? How are you guys doing today? Good, good. How are you? It's Friday. (laughs) Thank God it's Friday. T-G-I-F. We got football! Yeah! Yeah, we do. (laughs) Big weekend coming up. Oh, yes. We got the conference championship games. The NFC versus the AFC. I like these matchups. I don't know about you guys. They're going to be pretty good matchups. We'll start off with, on the NFC side, Tampa Bay at Green Bay. The Bay, Battle of the Bays. Do you want to you want to start off, Brandon, or you want me to go? Uh, I, go for it. You're, you look ready. <laughs> like I said the last time we talked, this is goat versus future goat. I mean, like, let's be real. It is, it is Tom Brady in all his glory versus... The man, Aaron Rodgers, and let's 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 just say what it is. It's going to come down to whatever quarterback performs the best, and he, whether you want to admit it or not, that Antonio Brown injury, I think, is going to be bigger than what people think it's going to be because he started playing pretty well for them. Yeah, they do have a lot of other weapons, but he is definitely a big piece of that offense. He can definitely change a game. Yeah, because he's starting to get in a stride now because I was kind of iffy on him when they first got him just because of 
all the issues that he's been having in the league. <laughs> well, let's let's but, not get it twisted. Tom Brady kind of probably went to him and said, hey, you're moving in with me. My thumb is going to be on you. Oh, Do yeah. not act up. Do not act a fool or we will cut you immediately and not without hesitation. And it seemed to – and I think maybe that, that year away kind of – oh, Wow, yeah, it, yeah, no, help, nothing is guaranteed. Yeah, Wait help, a minute. Help, help yeah. you get your mind right. Wait yeah. a minute. Uh, okay, maybe I do have to uh, readjust my ego a little bit and come back. But oh, there is such potential for this to be such a good game. I I feel like it's going to be a really close game because uh, I think we talked about last week or Monday, I believe, actually. Sorry. That Tampa Bay has got a nice run going like of how they're playing. And they played really well against the New Orleans Saints. Yes. Because that was kind of a surprise to me. I did not think that they were going to beat them by that much. So I'm really excited about this game. I think, I mean, I'm wanting, obviously, my bias <laughs> bears. <laughs> I, I, wonder where the, I wonder where the Bears fans are going to lay on all this. Hmm, I wonder. Bad respect for Aaron Rodgers, you know, just because he's just a phenomenal quarterback. But Tom Brady, if he can show and prove everyone that, it wasn't Belichick that made him successful, and it was him. I think he's, he's already proven that, but I get well, where, yeah. you're, I get yeah. where yeah. you're coming but from. But just yeah. the fact Super Bowl on his own. He, yeah, can, that he would... moved to the Super Bowl a year later going on to a new team. First year on the new team. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you guys pick on this one? I'm picking Tampa Bay. It's, it's definitely an interesting matchup. These two teams played each other in Week 6. Actually, both of these games are rematches of Week 6. Tampa Green Bay and Buffalo, Kansas City. They're both rematches from week six. So that was obviously a long time ago. A lot has changed since then, but Tampa just dominated with their defense, and I think it's going to be about the defense again. Yeah, that was not it's a pretty definitely game. definitely about the defense. Wow. They For have to get a pass rush. I... Uh... Okay, I got a little interesting fact, and I don't know. Brandon probably knows because he knows everything <laughs> statistically. But um, did you know that if Tampa Bay wins, they're going to be the first team in NFL history to actually play in their home stadium? Yep. Really? In the Super Bowl, yeah. That's really yep. cool. Super Bowl that, this year it, is in Tampa. That, I forgot about that. That, that would be really cool. Yeah, that to me makes it really cool and makes me kind of want to root for Tampa Bay, yeah. but it's not happening, Definitely. boys. It's not <laughs> happening. Aaron Rodgers is on a freaking mission I, and is going to will that Green Bay team into the Super Bowl one way or another, and I know you guys don't want to go there because you're <laughs> Bears fans, but it's just that it, it. I think you're right, though. If Tampa Bay's defense can stop Green Bay's running attack, it makes that game so much more different and the dynamic of that game so different. So it'll be interesting to see, but I do think Green Bay will win. I think it'll be a lot closer than some people think because I have heard a lot about... Uh, there, yeah, everyone has a different opinion. I feel like a lot of people are saying like 10-plus Green Bay. I know I've heard some people say uh, maybe it's two or three-point win. Uh, yeah, I, the, the spreads are all out. All I, yeah, it's totally place. like total I'm, opposite. I'm yeah. going to say right now it'll probably be like a field goal. Maybe yeah, can, maybe even that's last how minute. I'm seeing but, this. It's going to be a really close game. But Green Bay wins in the end. Sorry, boys. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, boys. I'm still going Tampa. I'll take Tampa by four. I think that... I think that they'll be able to get pressure on him. I think Sue up the middle will be a big factor in this game. I think he'll be able to help shut down the run, and he'll be in the face of Aaron Rodgers a lot. And Dominic is going to have Detroit flashbacks and just start slamming people. Yeah, just start <laughs> stepping on players and everything. I hate you all. <laughs> yeah, I, 
But I, it's obviously, I think that their offenses can actually match up fairly nicely. Green Bay probably has more firepower, especially with Antonio Brown out. But I just think Tampa's defense is a lot better than Green Bay's defense. And so that's my X factor. Obviously, I thought that the Rams defense, I still had the Packers winning last week. I thought the Rams defense would do more than they did. So it'll be interesting to see. If I was picking this game last week, I'd feel more sure about Tampa's defense shutting them down (laughs) after seeing Green Bay do well against a tough Rams defense. But there were injuries on that defense, so I am still saying Tampa's defense shows up. Tom Brady hosts a Super Bowl, first time ever that Uh, happens. I I would agree with you if this was maybe four or five weeks ago about the defenses. But I don't know what has happened to Green Bay, but all of a sudden, especially their secondary, has been playing lights out. Especially, shout out to my boy from Penn State, Adrian Amos. Mm. And X Bear. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to bring yeah. that up. I didn't want to. I was waiting for you to say. I that, wasn't going to bring it up. I was. I was going to be. I was going to be nice about it. <laughs> no, shout out to the you know, former Penn State players always, but he has been playing on a different level the last couple of weeks. And it's, it's like I said, if it was four or five weeks, I would completely agree with you that Tampa Bay has the upper hand defense and they probably still do, but it's a lot closer than it would have been four or five weeks ago. That's fair. Okay. All right. Now let's move to the AFC side. We got, Buffalo versus oh, Kansas City. This is the game. This I'm might sorry. be the game of the year. This, oh, this yes. could potentially, yeah, this could go <laughs> this. down. Like Monday night football. What was it? Uh, Rams, Chiefs two years, oh, ago. years ago. Oh, yeah. this this has that potential what for me. Oh, I think so. 100%. Points or whatever. 54-56. Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. But yeah, this has Back that potential. Oh, yeah. These are two high-flying scoring offenses. This is going to be a high-scoring game. And now that it does change things now that uh, we have found out this morning that Patrick Mahomes is clear to play. Yeah, you get your Not head. Not going to lie, I was you, really hoping he You get your head hurt. dribbled off. Yeah, convenient, <laughs> conveniently from a neutral neurologist yeah. has well, gotten cleared out of <laughs> concussion. From, from what I heard, from what I've heard and read, it wasn't a concussion at all. It was a pinched nerve in his neck that caused the kind of wooziness that nah. he stood up. That's what I've read. I'm not. I, I'm not a neurologist. So I'm I don't telling know, you. I'm that's... telling you right now. It's it's like going, hey, uh, my my ribs hurt, coach. Hey, let's shoot you up with some Novocaine. You'll be fine. <laughs> well, what if they're broken, coach? Yeah, I'm sure it was a concussion. It, he may have had a pinched nerve as well. I I wouldn't doubt that, but. You don't stand up like that and have your legs go out the way they did if you were your belt. And it, all you had to do was look at his face as he's walking off the field. There was no. I feel like. There was no. Like, ding dong. Nobody was home. Nobody. I feel like the conversation went down as Andy Reid's just like, kid, I'm paying you all this money. You are playing in this AFC championship game. I don't care if you're seeing three of me right now. They're slipping $5 bills into the neurologist front front pocket of his doctor's jacket. You got this, sir. You got he, this. He's, he's clear. He's yeah. clear. You know. Yeah, but it does. I agree with you, Tyler. It, it changes the dynamic of that game completely. Oh, oh well, definitely. Yeah. Completely. From Although Chad Henney played decent, whatever, dude. Against the Browns, but he, no, he's not he no Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. He was Patrick Mahomes Jr. that last drive. Come <laughs> on now. 
Tony yeah. Romo's Mahomes who biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> right. What but, What about you, Brandon? What do you think? That being said, I think this. I agree. This there's going to be a lot of fireworks in this game. It's oh. going to be an offensive showdown. I like Buffalo's chances, though. I think that they can hang with them offensively, and that defense has. They've been kind of hit or miss lately. I Last week, they showed up. Oh, yes. Obviously, yeah. they held uh, the Ravens to only three points. It could have been nine. Tucker missed two field goals, but still, you kept him out of the end zone. That was a high-flying Ravens offense. Coming and, in, yeah. yeah coming, at, in. At, coming in off that, that game, yeah. Had, oh, yeah, for sure. I, I thought it was going to be much closer as well, for yeah, sure. I so. thought so, too, just especially like what you said, Brandon, with the first two games that they played, they were a little iffy. But yeah. now that like they that like you said that defense showed up against the Ravens where it mattered. But yeah, so as far as that defense goes, for sure. Like if you're gonna sit there and talk that I, I love this cliche, Ben don't break kind of defense. Let them get their yards. But you get inside that twenty and you can shut down Kansas City and not have them score touchdowns. That's huge. Oh yeah, that's huge. Oh yeah, and a big thing with Buffalo's defense has been takeaways lately. That secondary has been all about the pick. We there was a pick six last week that we saw that was basically oh. the biggest game changer. Oh, that of was the, that was amazing. That, that was, was what shifted the momentum that in that great game. Right, six. that when that happened, that was just game over. Yeah, and that, that was that awesome. killed any momentum end that the Ravens had. And so I think I know Mahomes has struggled a little bit against tougher defenses this year they've still come out and won but they've started slow against them yeah and buffalo has an offense to match so i think if buffalo can get off to a hot start i know mahomes and the chiefs are like the kings of the comeback after you <laughs> last postseason it'll be but 35 nothing and all of a sudden mahomes <laughs> decides to come yeah back. i think buffalo can score early and if they can i think that they'll be able to take a lead and hold on i'm taking buffalo by six Ooh, okay. he's even like like six, <laughs> like <laughs> emphatically. Own it, own it, Brandon. What, so go, what about, go, ahead. go. Yeah, okay. go, Tyler. So obviously, you guys know I've been riding Buffalo with Buffalo. <laughs> he's been circling the wagons, as Chris Berman says. This, Buffalo, here we come. This whole season, and definitely in the playoffs. So I definitely got Buffalo beating Kansas City. I just love how they've been playing, and like Josh Allen is just coming in every game to perform. It, his numbers are insane right now. Oh yeah, he's 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 feeling it right now. So you got Buffalo? I got Buffalo by I'm going to go by 8. Oh, what odd number. All yeah, right. It is a weird number. <laughs> I, I do have one question cuz I haven't heard anything is Hilaire cleared yet or is he He's been a limited participant in practice. He's expected to play from everything I've heard. If he plays, that changes the dynamic of that game again. That is true. If he plays, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. Kansas City wins by 3. Okay. Yeah. Real. I, I, I like I like the three today. <laughs> and real quick before we go, uh, it was Hilaire who basically ran away with that game the first time these two teams exactly. did play. Again, that was back in week six, but he rushed for over 160 yards. Mahomes was subpar in that game, but Hilaire, Edwards Hilaire, he was the difference in that game. All right. We doing Super Bowl predictions? No. No? No, that's we, a... We just no. predicted who will be in it. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll say who's in it. All right. That's a little tease. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up this segment, boys. Uh, up next, baseball season around the corner, and there has been some big trades and free agent signings all over the league. So we will give you our takes on the moves here on Blow the Whistle. is here and sportsonchicago.com we are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across northern illinois from 
the first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball. We at SportsTownChicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live. SportsTownChicago.com and STC Friday Night Lights in the League of Our Own. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE. Teacher. When I do it, I feel the blood rushing through me, and I keep going back for more. Carmen Castillo is under the influence of Dana, her volunteer trainer. Tuck your chain, Carmen. By spending just one day a week with kids like Carmen, Dana helps them develop interests that keep them away from drugs. Be a coach, a mentor, a volunteer, because you have something to offer. Log on to helpyourcommunity.org or call 877-KIDS-313. Brought to you by the Office of National Drug Control Policy and the Ad Council. This is Joe Perry. And Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. I came to Illinois Media School because I want to give back to the current students. It's something that really means a lot to me as an instructor, as a mentor, because I've been in this business for over 20 years. So it meant a lot to me to be able to come back and just teach some of the tricks of the trade to the students here at Illinois Media School. I'm Jonathan Hood from Sirius XM NBA Radio and ESPN Radio from the Illinois Media School campus in Lombard, and I am IMS. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of an emergency. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. When I found out my jeans were made using child labor and sweatshops, I wrote a letter to the company saying, reconsider your labor practices. A few months later, I get a letter back saying, thanks for being a loyal customer, and they included a coupon for a 25% discount on their jeans. So I got smart, wrote letters every day to all the stores that carry the brand, asking them to stop supporting the companies who use child labor and sweatshops. And I just kept getting letters back, thanking me for my concerns, and more coupons for more discounts on more jeans. So I'm telling my friend about it, and she flips out, saying that between all the letters and coupons, some paper company cut down a small forest, driving off two indigenous tribes, hundreds of endangered animals, killing thousands of plant species, some of which may have contained vaccines for HIV, cancer, and syphilis. Meanwhile, the guys cutting down the trees are 13-year-old kids who work night and day for months just to save up enough money to buy a pair of jeans made by child labor in sweatshops. Saving the world isn't easy, but saving a life is. Just one pint of blood can save up to three lives. Visit bloodsaves.com to learn more. This public service announcement was brought to you by the Ad Council. 
It wouldn't be high school sports without the athletes, the fans, but it also wouldn't be high school sports without the officials. The IHSA is looking for officials in all sports. Officiating is a great way to stay involved with the sport you love. Above all, it's a great way to do something positive for your community. To learn how you can get involved and become a licensed IHSA official, call 309-663-6377. That's 309-663-6377. Or visit us on the web at IHSA.org. Stay the, in the Illinois game. Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media yeah. School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. MLB free agent. MLB trade. Love a good rumor. Oh, hi. That is right. MLB baseball season's coming up, and there has been a lot of free agent signings and trades going on in the league. Brandon, I'm going to let you take a little lead on this guy. All right, yeah. Uh, for those that haven't heard, George Springer has finally signed. Six years, $150 million deal. Talk about COVID discounts. <laughs> I, actually, you know what? I think that is a discount. It probably is. I, yeah. Springer to me was a $200 million guy going into the offseason if it hadn't been for COVID, if not a little bit more. I, I would say, I mean, he was, he's the most consistent guy on that. He was the most consistent guy on the Astros as far as I was concerned. Yeah, definitely, definitely the top, top leadoff hitter, top outfielder, definitely. Out there, uh, it was between him, DJ LeMayhew, and Trevor Bauer, depending on which free agent rankings you wanted to look at. I, those were the three that I saw sometimes listed as the top free agent available. But yeah, George Springer, he's definitely up there. And for those that didn't hear, he signed with Toronto. Huh. <laughs> we had this discussion earlier. Yeah, we did. I, I am so not used to... To hearing Toronto make moves that are beneficial to the team in general. They're usually sellers, not buyers. But, wow, that lineup is freaking dangerous now. Vlad Guerrero Jr., Springer, just those two in general. Yeah, and they're they're incredibly young. They've made diff other moves. They brought in a former Cub. They brought in... Starting pitcher Tyler Chatwood. Obviously, he's not he's not the ace or anything. He's not a big move, but he, he if he can pitch like he did at the start of last year and he can cut down on the walks, he can definitely be a quality bottom of the order guy. I was going to say, I would even go as high as three because yeah, when his mid. stuff his his stuff's good, he's he's tough to hit. I'll give you that. Yeah, definitely. So Toronto is definitely a team, in my opinion, to watch. They're a young, up and coming team. They played well last year. They weren't up to the level of teams like the Yankees, obviously, but and that's who they have to chase in that division. <laughs> who but isn't they are chasing definitely, the Yankees uh, for the yeah. love of God. They're definitely a team to watch, and they've been rumored to be in on some of the other currently available free agents as well. So, And we'll get into those guys in a little bit. But the other big name, I said, DJ LeMayhew, he signed... Back with the Yankees, of course. So that's another six-year deal. That's ninety million for the AL batting champion from last year. Actually, the one that intrigued me the most, and the one that might reap the most benefits for the Yankees, 
was that Corey Kluber signing one one year one eleven mil? He's I I don't remember what happened to he just had a bad year yeah, last he, year. He's he's kind of fallen off a little bit, but he he's a former Cy Young winner. He yeah. is a former ace with Cleveland. <laughs> Cubs fans obviously remember him from in the World Series when the Cubs and yeah. Indians played. He was a star, and he still has that potential. He can get back there, and even if he can't, if he slots in at two or three, yeah, he can definitely that's, help the Yankees win games. That's uh, that's cheap money for an a former Cy Young Award winner and an ace of a staff who possibly had a bad year and a half and just needs to maybe find something out in his mechanics or maybe he's show, has a tell on what he's pitching and they'll find it. And if he fixes it, look out because he's nasty. Yeah. Yeah. And like we said, the Yankees don't need an ace. They have Garrett Cole. <laughs> they don't need him to be the ace. Yeah. If he's just, if he's close to that, that watch out. Like the Yankees were the team to beat last year for a lot of the season in yeah. the AL. They could easily be that way again this year if these guys actually play up to what their play up to their potential. And another big one, oh, this team's more so for trades. Jeez, than, the, the Mets. Yeah, the Mets. That's right. Yeah, what the, the Mets. Heck? They signed uh Marcus Stroman. That's a that's a good name. That's yeah, a good name that's to fill a, in that's a that decent, rotation. To put into that that already really solid rotation. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's an unbelievably good name to get. Yeah, so you slot him with guys like DeGrom, that, that's a solid rotation, yeah. like we said. They got James McCann. They were in on uh, Real Muto, the top free agent catcher. They went with former White Sox James McCann. I think that's a hell of a signing. A I think deal. that's a that's, really, really good sign. I liked, I, no, let me not get this twisted. I loved McCann last year. <laughs> I really did. I thought he was better than the starting catcher for the white, the quote unquote starting catcher for the White Sox. Grandal, yep. Yeah, I thought he was better, and yeah, that was it, the issue. That was the issue. The White Sox didn't want to pay him. Yeah, Grandal. <laughs> Grandal's already making the money, so yeah, and he's on a multi-year deal, so they had to choose. And and of course, the Mets traded for shortstop Francisco Lindor and starting pitcher Carlos Carrasco. Oh, We've talked a little geez. bit about that before on the show. That yeah. that could put them. Definitely in co competition with the Braves in that division and possibly over the top in that division and maybe even in the NL. Well, my whole thing is, like, I feel like it's little brothers going, okay, time for little brother to beat up big brother <laughs> and have another Subway series. But just, there's just something about there's something about the Mets that just innately makes you go, I don't care what kind of talent they have on their team. They're going to just fall on their face at some point. Yeah. So uh, that, that, track that record being what track record is. Mets, yeah, but definitely the Mets and then the Padres. We haven't touched on, oh, but them too. Just with trades, it's more been trades than signings. Let's not open but, that. You, you Darvish. Yeah. But, uh -huh. Again, we've talked about them before, but those are definitely teams to watch. And now, like, just let's talk a little bit about free agents still out there. Obviously, Trevor Bauer is the big name. Oh, I, you and I talked about this yeah. once again earlier. If the Dodgers get him, I'm just going to shake my head. If the Mets get him, I'm just going to shake my head. <laughs> yeah, it, it that it just too much. Just to, could you imagine, like 
Clayton Kershaw and Bauer one two and Walker Bueller or out one there. one yeah. two three. That's just you make it to the postseason. You're getting deep into the postseason with that rotation. That being said, my personal opinion is probably going to be the Blue Jays. I I just just with what they're doing and the money that they typically don't spend and are spending to get some quality quality people. It makes sense for them to go after their ace at this point. Yeah, I know they have. I, from what I've heard, they have been in talks with Bauer. Uh, the question really is, will the Springer deal take away some of that money they could give to Trevor Bauer? But Bauer has said before that he wanted only one-year deals. He wanted to maximize on one-year deals and just go year by year. If he does that, what's if, if you can get him and potentially put your staff over the top, oh, what's yeah. one year over the luxury tax? Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah, so that's definitely a possibility. And the other one that we're going to hit real quick is just top catcher, JT Real Muto. The Blue Jays are in on him as well. Other teams possibly going back to the Phillies uh, and the Angels. I swear on all all that is good in the world, if the Phillies do not re-sign him, I'm going to be mad. (laughs) Yeah, so the Phillies do seem to be the favorite to get him back. They should be. But they have been slow in talks, and so it's really anyone... Anyone's game. So let us know who you think is going to, uh, where, which team you think is going to land all of these top free agents. Let us know on Twitter at BlowTWhistle1 or message us on Facebook on our Blow the Whistle page. Absolutely. Well, now it is time for the best segment. The greatest segment of all time. Of all times. To share moments in sports that made us saying, you're killing me, Smalls. Share us what your Killing Me Smalls is on our Facebook and our Twitter page at BlowTWhistle1. But first, here is Brandon with a sports update. Back to your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com. Scoreboard update. It's Brandon with your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. NFL playoffs continue this weekend with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line. It's Bucks Packers Sunday at 2.05. Bucks wide receiver Antonio Brown will miss the game with a knee injury. And Bills Chiefs at 5.40. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes has cleared concussion protocol and is expected to play. Elsewhere, Steelers signed former Washington quarterback Dwayne Haskins to a one-year deal. Eagles hire former Colts offensive coordinator Nick Sirianni as new head coach. Washington hired former 49ers vice president of player personnel Martin Mayhew as GM and are promoting intern Jennifer King to full-time offensive assistant, which makes her the first African-American woman to be a full-time NFL coach. NBA, it's Bulls and Hornets tonight at 6, and NHL, Blackhawks Red Wings tonight at 7 for the Hawks home opener. Blackhawks still looking for that first win of the year. Baseball Cubs sign veteran catcher Austin Romine to a one-year deal, and college basketball tonight, Western Illinois hosts South Dakota at 7, and tomorrow, Northwestern plays Penn State at 6, DePaul takes on Marquette at 5, Illinois State hosts Valparaiso at 5, Eastern Illinois, Tennessee State at 4, Western Illinois, South Dakota at 7, and in college football, Notre Dame was placed on probation for one year over recruiting violations. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update brought to you by the Illinois Media School. 
If interested in a career in media, go to beonair.com. Killing me, Smalls. That is right. It is your Killing Me Smalls You're segment. Killing me. <laughs> I, this never gets old. This, this never so, gets old. I'm so happy. So happy. Oh, I love this this segment. It is absolutely the best. I love the rants. That's great. <laughs> and oh, do I have a rant. Oh. I'm going to save yours for last. I know. Because I'm going to start off with Brando. What is All your right. You're Killing Smalls? Well... Philip Kurashev scored his first career NHL goal for the Blackhawks six minutes into the third period. And that gave the Blackhawks a 4-3 lead, their first lead of the season. Uh, so why, how's this a killing me, Smalls? Well, you see, <laughs> 27 <laughs> seconds after taking the lead, <laughs> 27 seconds, Ryan Carpenter gets called for a hooking penalty. So Florida's on the power play, and of course they tie the game back up. <laughs> The Blackhawks held the lead for 71 seconds. That's how long they've had a lead this season. Oh, my Lord. And eventually lost in overtime 5-4. So, Blackhawks, for failing to keep any sort of momentum since you give up goals almost immediately after scoring. Killing me, Smalls. Oh, God, that is so great. <laughs> that is <laughs> That good. was amazing. That is good. All right, well, I'll, I'll start. I'll uh, go second. My You're Killing Me Smalls moment, which I actually just found this out like a couple hours ago, but I just find it so funny. So in the Golden State game, Draymond Green was yelling at his teammate, James Wiseman, the rookie. Not sure what they were yelling about, but the ref thought that Draymond was yelling at him. And the ref gave Draymond a second technical and kicked him from the game. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to say something about that because... I feel like you you should know communication from one player to another. <laughs> Not just look at him like, oh, he's yelling at me. <laughs> it's, it's Draymond. That's the whole reason he got teed up. It was Draymond. That's exactly. Yep. So in that case, the ref that thought that he was getting bullied. You're killing me, Smalls. And now let's go to David. All right, guys. I got. I have to paint a picture for you, and it's going to be a, a beauty. So I have this image in my head of Jerry Reinsdorf and the McCaskies sitting around at a like steak dinner and Reinsdorf just looking at the McCaskies and going, you know what? This nostalgia move that I did with Tony LaRusso was probably the best thing I've ever done in my entire life. You guys should think about doing that. And the McCaskies go to, to Ryan Pace and go, hey, is there anybody that we could bring in to bring some nostalgia back to the Chicago Bears, make them feel a little better about, you know, the past? And guess what? Ryan Pace goes, I just got the guy. I got the guy for you. <laughs> Ryan Pace, I'm just going to light you up right now. What were you thinking? Mike Singletary? Really? <laughs> really? Come on, man. Mike Singletary for defensive coordinator. The guy hasn't coached in, what, three years? The last thing he coached was a high school football game? Uh, can't play with him. Can't win with him. Should be his theme because that's what it would be. Go out and look for a real defensive coordinator. And for that, Ryan Pace in the Chicago Bears organization. You're killing me, Smalls. I told you it was good. That was a good I, one. So, I, dude, I read that and I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? I could just see them all just sitting around going, bring the nostalgia back. That's the right move. Bring that nostalgia <laughs> back. 
All right. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to move on, what? even though no. we love every no. second of that segment. So the Bulls are coming off a win off the Rockets, and they play the Hornets, which we will give you our takes on tonight's game, as well as tonight's Blackhawks game against the Red Wings. Brandon. Why did you just laugh? Because <laughs> I'm excited to hear what Brandon's got to say. Oh, <laughs> Here, I'm Blow the Whistle. I came to Illinois Media School because I wanted to give back to the current students. It's something that really means a lot to me as an instructor, as a mentor, because I've been in this business for over 20 years. So it meant a lot to me to be able to come back and just teach some of the tricks of the trade to the students here at Illinois Media School. I'm Jonathan Hood from Sirius XM NBA Radio and ESPN Radio from the Illinois Media School campus in Lombard, and I am IMS. Enter the world of a spy by bringing your friends to Safe House in Chicago. Safe House is a spy-themed bar and restaurant that is a perfect combination of interactive entertainment and great food. Just enter through the red door and whisper the password to the agent and your mission begins. If you don't know the password, just complete a fun clearance test to prove you and your friends are not double agents. Safe House is not just about the adventure, though. The food is great, too. Be sure to try my favorite, the Mission Impossible Burger. It's a double bacon cheeseburger topped with onion rings and covered in a spicy ranch and jalapeno relish. Go to Safe House for the chance to follow the footsteps of your favorite spy. For more information, go to safehousechicago.com. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE. Teach early. High School Sports is here and SportsOnChicago.com. We are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across Northern Illinois. From the first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball, we at SportsOnChicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live. SportsOnChicago.com and STC Friday Night Lights in the League of Our Own. Daddy, when you look at me, I could see a wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major league first baseman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion? The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Take that exit and get to the Southern Cafe, home of the Nasty Biscuit on Roselle Road in Roselle. Get over there and try the Chicken Fried Chicken Biscuit made with the Southern Cafe's house-made drop biscuit with buttermilk chicken fried chicken smothered in country gravy topped with shredded cheddar and crumbled hickory smoked bacon. I always say that when you go to the Southern Cafe, you come out with two meals with the heaping amounts of food they serve you in every meal. I love to go to a place with outdoor seating. The Southern Cafe has a great outdoor seating area to help social distance, and I get to enjoy my breakfast outdoors. Open at 6.30 a.m to 3 p.m. to give you plenty of time to grab an amazing breakfast or lunch. Now get your butt over to the Southern Cafe on Roselle Road. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. I'm 
just a kid, and I've got asthma. You know just how upset I can get when I have an asthma attack. But you can help me. To fight my asthma. Put my teddy bear in the freezer to wipe out dust mites. Dry off my rubber duckies and bath toys to get rid of mold. Discover other simple ways to prevent an asthma attack. Call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS or visit noattacks.org. Brought to you by the U.S. EPA and the Ad Council. Because I don't want to feel like a fish with no water. Hey guys, let me tell you about this amazing podcast I listen to every Monday to get my week started off on a positive note called Monday Motivation with Hannah B, a.k.a. Skittles. We call her Skittles because she is so positive. Her topics include staying positive during COVID-19, coping with stress, spreading kindness, hard work pays off, and self-acceptance, plus so much more. It's available on Radio.com and Spotify. Make sure to listen as it will leave you feeling nothing but positive vibes. I got started at IMS here as an instructor a couple years back after I had heard a couple of people I worked with were also instructors here. I'm always here if you need help with developing your what you're passionate about. And that's what most people come here for. They have a passion. They want to do something. They want to do radio play-by-play. They want to do sports talk. They want to do updates, whatever it may be. My name is Freddie Eupner. I work at ESPN 1000 as a host and sports anchor. And I am. Henry scores. Patrick Kane flipped it in under the crossbar, and it's tied at three. Kurashev into the Panthers zone with a shot. He scores. Oh, my goodness. He got it by Bobrovsky. There's Levine speaking of scoring. Three buckets now after a conservative start. Zach Levine. Ooh, showtime from Levine. Five on four for the Bulls. Archie Diakono to Levine. That is right. It's time to talk Bulls and Blackhawks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop it. <laughs> that was Adam Amin and Stacey King on the Bulls call, and then Steve Goldstein with the Blackhawks call. So, let's start off with the Bulls. Yeah, start off with the team that actually <laughs> won a game. Start <laughs> off with the Bulls. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now. We got talent, boys. Yeah, they've been playing. Yeah, we, we, got, we got talent, boys. I'm telling you, they're listening to me. They're hearing me. Bulls have played competitive basketball. That, like, If nothing else... You can cheer for that. Like, Tyler is oh, the yes. bull's whisperer. <laughs> Just like hear in the, me. I can take you places. <laughs> I can make you successful. <laughs> but no, I I've been even in in their losses. I think they've only had like one really bad loss. The only well, bad loss they've had was against the Bucks because that was that was a gruesome. Yeah, game. and then their their first two or three games getting started. I know it like was, they they were blowouts going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, but yeah, since then. They've been they've, competitive. They've been competitive, competitive, if not winning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, Monday, they beat the Rockets one twenty five to one twenty, and uh, Levine had thirty three points, leading scorer. Of course, he's on it. I don't. He's averaging twenty seven points. A I game don't right know now. if it's just the comfortable comfortability. I still can't say it. Comfortability. Thank you, cancer. <laughs> Thank you, cancer. Um, you know of Donovan. And him, and they're meshing just really well, and he just feels comfortable in what he's doing. Well, and I'm thinking, he just looks I'm thinking Levine is liking where he's at right now because he was not happy with how the Bulls organization was being ran before. I don't, I don't think anyone was no, happy no with how was. the Bulls no, were looking. Absolutely. And I know he was. Absolutely I knew because I heard it in the media that Levine was super pissed off about it because he's 
he wants to win. He wants to be successful. He wants to go places with this team. And obviously with the off front office we had back then, there was no way that was going to happen. <laughs> Come on. So now with this new face with Arteris and Donovan, I think that spiked Levine's attitude. I wanted to play with the stay with the Bulls. He's a playing. Better. He's playing on an upper echelon. Did you know he's number four out of all players on scoring right now? It, yeah. and, and that's it's insane. He's up there with KD, Steph Curry, and then you got like, and then you never think to hear Zach Levine. Yeah, like, isn't that crazy? Like being. Yeah. Recognize with those players' names. That's it. The Bulls in general as a team are up there too. I think they were yeah, like no. five or six. Yeah, no, they're up there on overall scoring. It's just we still need to work on that defense. I think that, like I said, I think that's going to come with getting to know Donovan's scheme and how he wants the defense to run. And oh, yeah. The guys learning their actual defensive roles and being solid in those defensive roles. And I still... I. I think that second half there might be a run and in a significant run by the Bulls to where they maybe go from six to three, maybe even two. That's how good I think they've looked even in in the East? Yeah. Even in losses. Dang, that's higher than I was gonna well, say. Well yeah, <laughs> l- l- let me put it to you this way. Other than the Nets, who who do you think has stood out from the East? Nobody. Cleveland's been playing Cleveland's decent. Cleveland's young. I know. I'm and waiting. Sexton. I'm waiting. Yeah, Sexton's a freak. He ruined the. <laughs> he ruined that little Nets trio. Open. <laughs> I don't think I've smiled that much in a while just <laughs> reading that. But anyway, no. But I think there's a possibility because they, unlike a lot of the teams other than the Nets, there's veteran leadership along with the youth of the Bulls. Yeah, and I think that's it's a great mixture. Like we were talking about Thaddeus Young. Yeah. He's where been, where have you been, he's bro? He just showed up randomly, and it's <laughs> it it puts a good staple in um, helping out this young group because he's a veteran. He's been in the league for a while. Yeah, but he looks good. Yeah, yeah, he's been playing on fire. And then, but so now the Bulls play the Hornets tonight, both six and eight. They need it. They still. I mean, either I'm, way, because this is a. I'm calling. You got to watch out for Hayward. I'm calling. The heck with that! I'm calling it he's right. Been, he's averaging I'm, twenty three. I'm points telling you right now. I'm <laughs> calling it right now. Let's hear it. Kobe White does a crossover that makes Melo look like an idiot tonight. <laughs> an I idiot. would love to see that. I'm calling it right now. I just I have a that. feeling Kobe's so fast and Melo's just—he's great. He's a great defender. Don't get me wrong, and that's why he got drafted where he did. It was—it had nothing to do with his scoring ability. It had everything to do with his. Ability to dish the ball and oh, his yeah. defense. But Kobe White at some point tonight is going to look make him look like a fool. I just have a feeling. I'm really hoping okay. so because these past few games, Kobe White has been on a little cold streak. He hasn't been doing so hot that he was doing a few weeks ago. So I'm really hoping this will He'll bust out of it tonight. Break out. Yeah. I think so. I yeah, can like And that. Wendell Carter Jr. is out for this game. How do you think that could affect them? <laughs> Wendell has not shown up yet. That's as true. Far as I, I mean... And, and I it, would say defensively he's there, but the whole think, team's not there defensively. I, well, I yeah. think it's a bigger... Uh, turnovers, too, is yo, a big thing. Turnovers I think it's is a, the biggest I, thing. I think it's a bigger issue that both he and Patrick are out, Williams. Yeah. Both of them are out tonight. So it's going to be interesting to see how they... they but Thaddeus has been playing really well, so I'm not necessarily too upset about it. Like, the last two games, Thaddeus has played really, really well, and... That front court gets going, especially with marketing, and 
those those three, Kobe, Marketing, and uh, Levine, get going. It they're a tough team to stop. Tough, oh. tough team to stop. Oh yeah, they they can contend. Do we do do we really want to flip the page? I mean, do we really have to flip the page, <laughs> Brandon? I mean, come on. One man. thing I just wanted to say real quick. <laughs> Go for it, man. Is with the level that Zach Levine is on right now, because I know he was at a he played phenomenal last season too. Yeah. That like that was like the rise up of where he is now. I'd agree. With he that. I he got snubbed out of the All Star. Oh, game. he's not he's not gonna get snubbed. He better not. No, he's not gonna <laughs> there get There ain't snubbed. no way in hell. There he's his snubbing last year had more to do with him not being flashy, if that makes sense. He no, was he was putting up numbers, solid numbers the whole time, but it, they weren't like, ooh, oh, look well, at what Levine's what doing. He's he's got a spark and he's making like Big thing is his three point. Yeah, his three point shooting ability has increased so oh, much from last season. He'll be in the three point contest again this year <laughs> if he makes because what happened last year is that he didn't go in the dunk contest because I think he should do both. He'll do all three. He got the all star game, dunk contest, <laughs> and three point. Contest. I I would love to see him. That, he, there's only like what two or three other people that ever done, done the dunk and the three point contest in the same same year. So I'd love to oh, see that happen again. That would be. I would love to see that. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> Brandon. Let's move, let's move on to the Blackhawks. Brandon. Brandon. Um, I'm going to move this to you, Brandon. I, 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 <laughs> I just have to ask one thing. Let's, let's hear it. Was the, was the inner, inner Blackhawks baby really, really excited there for 71 <laughs> seconds? Was it? 71 was the, seconds with a lead. I know. I know. Pure, pure glee and euphoria for <laughs> 71, 71 <laughs> seconds of a Blackhawks fan. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> what is going on? What? Yeah. It's a lot of, uh, they're missing a lot of parts. That's a big thing. I think all Blackhawks fans knew coming into this season it was going to be rough. And then losing <laughs> losing Kirby Doc and Jonathan Taze and Alexander Nylander, like all three of them. But biggest thing is Taze. That's yeah. your captain. He yeah. He's your best center. He's your best face-off guy and everything. And he just, he can hold that team together. So not, and it's not just a normal injury. He's away from the team. So he's not even on the bench to talk to the guys or anything. So they're totally missing his presence right now. And then again, Kirby Doc, that's their second center. So just lack of depth. And it it was a young team coming in to begin with. Defensively, they're still struggling. Ian Mitchell, the rookie, he's been playing well, but there's going to be some growing pains, obviously. And we've talked about this before. Duncan Keith is their, <laughs> is their top guy. And that's credit to him, first off, because yeah. he's still playing at – he's not really maybe necessarily top-line level anymore. He's high-level, but, but not not yeah, elite yeah. like he used to be. Yeah, he, was no. a, he was elite. Oh, yeah. That's just he, with age, he, but, I mean, he's still playing. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, he's he's not going to win an Oris Trophy. Uh, yeah. he, he's not going to win another one unless he comes out of nowhere and just <laughs> starts shutting down everyone. But he is still a solid guy. He Again, you probably don't want him on your top defensive pairing, but – the Blackhawks don't have anyone else right now, and I know Seabrook's hurt, but even like he's been get, showing signs of age and injury too. I guess my biggest question is: y'all knew it was going to be rough this year, but did you really like they're they're giving up five goals a game? Yeah, they've given up exactly five, five goals in every five game. Holy goals, cow. five goals. You're not going to win 
anything doing that. Yeah, and a big part of that is the defense. Obviously, there's a goalie battle, too. Corey Crawford's no longer here, and so they've gone through all three goalies. And they can't and all figure three out. Of them have all given three up of them have given up five How goals. do you make a decision when they're all giving up five goals? <laughs> do you think they're just going to ride out the rest of the season? Because this is probably like a tank season. Do you think they're just going to ride it out? with the three goalies they got and I, just transition through, or are you thinking they're going to make a move? I think they will. I think they're going to try to see. All three goalies are young. Lankinen just made his NHL debut okay. in that game against the Panthers, and he didn't make any like huge mistakes, really. He, he got beat, obviously. Yeah. He got beat five oh, yeah. times, but a couple of those were breakaways, point-blank shots, redirects. Uh, he, he had everything thrown at him because, again, the defense – can't clear the zone or they're creating defensive turnovers in their own end that just give the other team a clean look at the net. Yeah, so you, you can't completely blame him, especially if he's a rookie. Yeah. Going Listen, in. I, I, and, there's nothing like, like poor Brandon. I feel so bad for you. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it's, it's one of those things that I'm going to, I'm going to, I agree with you. They need to make a decision. And to be quite honest, if, if, if I, or the GM, or in charge of player personnel, I'd ride that rookie. I would. Give him the experience. Just say that the season is what the season is, and you possibly do have your next Corey Crawford. Yeah, yeah, and that I think is the plan. Well, not just to ride him, but to just go keep going with the rotation of all three of them and see what sticks, see if any of them can stand out. And they do play the Red Wings. However, going <laughs> yeah. into this, there's, it's like, there's hey, a that's little the worst excitement. team. <laughs> well, going in, it was like, hey, that's the worst team in the league from last year by far. They've won two games this year already. <laughs> so I, I don't even know what to expect. Brandon's Blackhawks, crossing you'll his begin, fingers, knocking on wood Blackhawks at this point. will be getting a top draft pick and maybe the top draft pick <laughs> coming in from this. And so it, it's a shortened season. They're already way too far behind to even sniff playoffs yeah uh blackhawks if you want a longer segment i know it's been cut short basically (laughs) if you win a game i'll give you five or more minutes of talk i love it you gotta win a game you heard it here first earn your time just win just win well boys that wraps up our show for today on blow the whistle i know i hate any of these things we gotta go longer i would for brandon's blackhawks yeah yeah, just give him a whole 15 (laughs) <laughs> just cry the whole time <laughs> well thank you everyone for listening and oh some big news guys you can listen to our old recordings of our old shows oh now my boy on, my boy on spotify we and are spotify Anchor. bound yeah so if you missed today's show which you shouldn't be missing our shows because why would you so <laughs> you, can, you can go back and re-listen to them so and then coming up next stay tuned we have the name of the, the injured reserve injured show reserve. coming up. Injured yeah, reserve show. They're, They're really, really good. good. Yeah. So in that case, I am Tyler. Brandon. I'm David. And this is Blow the Whistle. Have a great weekend, everybody. High School Sports is here in SportsOnChicago.com. We are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across northern Illinois. From the first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball. We at SportsOnChicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live. SportsOnChicago.com and STC Friday Night Lights in the league of our own.